Here at The Planning Podcast, we believe that half of financial literacy is about knowledge. Now that other half, now that's about lifestyle. It's the way you live. It's the way you move. So together, we are going to demystify this good old world of finance and wealth building through our intentional guests and dialogue. Make sure you subscribe, stay tuned, and of course, stay planning. Good people, Isaac Cooper here. Welcome to the new segment at the Planning Podcast that we call our Hot 15. This is where we take a break from the full show and give you some quick, relevant, and interesting information you should be thinking about. Let's get into it. Growing up, I played multiple sports. Soccer, football, track, baseball, competitive weightlifting, you name it, I played it. And well, (laughs) you know, uh, you can check the stats. Now, over time, I gravitated towards football, having the opportunity to see my older brothers play collegiately, but also professionally. So during my high school tenure, I esteemed to go to a top university, play on ESPN every weekend like my older brother did, so I can eventually make it to the NFL. Now, just by the optics alone, one would assume if you are a high school football player and you have aspirations to go to the league, that if you did not consider Alabama, Auburn, Michigan, Clemson, Florida State, Florida, Texas, et cetera, your chances were slim. And even slimmer at an HBCU. Now, for our listeners, that is a historically black college and university. So doing a little bit of, little bit of research, um, in actuality, I actually saw that this couldn't be far from the truth. Um, and it wasn't until I began to uncover the historical facts of the college to NFL pipeline, I then recognize that you cannot talk about the success of the National Football League, the NFL, without acknowledging the contribution of HBCUs. Now, we all know the good man, Deion Sanders, primetime. So back in September of 2020, Jackson State University, they announced Deion as the 21st head coach. So, Big time move. This move could potentially impact the college recruiting pipeline and process for the lifetime of this sport. Now, keep in mind, now, Dion, hey, that's a bad brother there. Yeah, he has an extensive track record, especially when it pertains to performing at a high level. An eight time Pro Bowler, two time Super Bowl champion. He played 14 NFL seasons the Falcons, 49ers, Cowboys, Redskins, the Ravens and is the only player to have played in a Super Bowl and a World Series. In 2011, Sanders was inducted into the Pro Football Hall of Fame. He was one of the 14 players and two coaches to be named to the National Football Foundation's uh, 2011 College Football Hall of Fame, sub uh, uh, College Football Hall of Fame, football bowl subdivision class. That's a mouthful. Something important. (laughs) Uh, And he also holds the NFL record for career return touchdowns, 19 by kickoff, punt, interception, and fumbles. Now, one of my favorite stories, and Dion, you know, with his uh, mannerism, you know how he shares it, but ultimately he says, now look, y'all cannot tell me I'm not the best football player um, in the history of, 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 of NFL. He said, on defense, you wouldn't throw to my side on first down. You wouldn't throw to my side on second down. 
You won't throw to my side on third down. And when you go to punt the ball, you won't even punt it to me because you're scared I'm going to uh, take it back for a touchdown. Now, that's a that's a bad brother. That's a, <laughs> that's, a, that's a strong position to have right there. So, all right. So, let, let's, let's think about this timing. So, the, the timing of this move comes at a very interesting time in sports. Over the last decade, technology has highlighted top athletes across the country due to the ubiquitous characteristics of the internet. As you know, internet's everywhere. Phone, iPad, you can pull it up. As long as you got Wi-Fi or data, we can see what's happening. Now, when we look at YouTube, Rivals, and these different streaming platforms, that has increased the visibility of athletes that wouldn't usually get the time of a college coach and or an NFL scout due to location, size of the school, visibility, competition, and or resources. An example's right here in my backyard my good old alma mater, Sanford University, what I like to call DBU. So we're an FCS school, D1AA, that is right here in Birmingham. So back in 2006, Cortland Finnegan, DB, was the first Sanford player drafted since Gary Fleming went 163rd overall to the Baltimore Colts in the 1969 NFL draft. Now, since then, we've had uh, uh, Corey White, DB that was on the other side of me, go fifth round in 2013, uh, my brother, Nick Williams, goes seventh round. Big dog, Jaquaski Tart, goes second round in 2015. Blue, James Bradbury, he goes second round. The list goes on. A small school, but due to increased visibility, the NFL has benefited off of their top talent that could have easily been overlooked. All right, so Jackson State University is beginning to establish the type of environment that existed in the 60s and 70s. And if I was in high school, <laughs> during that era, it wouldn't take a Deion Sanders to pique my interest to go to HBCU. Many universities in the South did not integrate their teams until the late 1960s and early 1970s. Therefore, if a black Southerner wanted to play college football close to home, his choices were limited to HBCUs. So this led to this golden era of black college football with some of the best black players competing in sold-out stadiums. Over time, the number of quality black athletes decrease due to the lack of resources to keep up with the larger colleges and universities. Larger programs have a robust budget. It's top of the line. You got the training facilities, solid. Better nutrition programs. <laughs> There's some facilities you walk in, you're like, man, y'all got an Xbox? I got a PS4? Where all these resources come from. Y'all got, got a chef? Hold on, right? These resources change the overall experience. So the lack of talent at black colleges is evident in the number of players from HBCUs that have been drafted over the years. In the 1970 NFL draft, 135 players from 31 HBCUs were drafted. Now, the 2015 draft was a stark contrast, featuring only four players drafted out of black colleges. Now, before this widespread integration of college football in the South, the best black college football programs were churning out more professional players than some of the top predominantly white colleges. In 1968, other than Notre Dame, a powerhouse, no college or university had more players on a National Football League roster than Grambling State. Wow. Man. Um, sorry. What does all that mean? Now, at the end of the day, football is a sport with an expiration date. 
And I learned that the hard way. A coach has the opportunity to help guide the mind of these young men to ultimately become what they've been placed on this earth to be by learning the timeless principles of hard work, discipline, patience, and teamwork. Regardless if you make it to the NFL or not, you will always have the responsibility of being a man, a father, a husband, and or a leader. And if young black men have the opportunity to learn in an environment that not only prepares them from the neck down, but also from the neck up by learning in a culture that builds confidence and gives them the essential skills they need to cultivate a career, I think that's a win-win for all Americans. We look forward to following Coach Prime on his efforts in growing Jackson State and the resources around it, uh, and of course, the other HBCUs. So thank you for joining us during this episode. Make sure you subscribe, stay tuned, and of course, stay planning. Oh,